Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am so excited. Um, Today, I have an exciting guest joining us. So Jamie Ong is here on the podcast to chat all things manifestation. So welcome, Jamie. How are you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing awesome. And I love that it's daytime, both (laughs) at our sides, the part of the world that we are in. Um, So it's exciting. Yeah, because you're in Singapore and I do have a lot of um, international guests come on this podcast, but more often than not, it's like late at night for them and early in the morning for me. So it's cool. We've been able to coordinate with that. So Jamie, let's kick this off. Why don't you start out by just introducing yourself to our listeners, telling them about what you do, like the style of coaching that you do and all of that. Sure. So I'm actually a mindset and manifestation coach. um, And my mission is to help women awaken to their own higher consciousness. Um, I help them align themselves with who they truly are, you know, guiding them back to their true essence um, so that they can live a life that is aligned with that, their higher self. And so they can you know, just live life intentionally, purposefully, and just shine brightly as who they're supposed to be. So I really love, you know, talking about mindset and manifestation, because I feel like a lot of like manifestation resources that we hear online, um, it's, from my perspective, Um, a lot of misconception and very one-sided and so I really in my approach towards teaching manifestation and mindset work it's all about balance which is what we're going to be talking about today which I totally love Um, and just seeing both sides of the things because I feel like we are most stable when we are at that neutral ground and when we are manifesting from that state so yeah that's a little bit of what I do. I love that. And so one thing that really stood out to me is you said that you help women awaken to their higher consciousness. So that sounds awesome. Can you like break that down a little bit further for our listeners? Like what do you define as like a higher consciousness and and how does manifestation intertwine with this? Yeah, sure. So I see the higher consciousness as it really depends on how you view things but in my own like perception and personal experience it's more of that um that soul-led conversation you have with yourself you know it's not so much in the mind where you analyze every single thing it's more of that soft voice uh very gentle very um soft it never pushes you to do anything that voice and connection that you have with your soul your heart I see that as your higher consciousness. And some people might call it God. Some people might call it the universe or source, the creator, things like that. Really, whatever it is, it's all the same energy. 
in my opinion. So I don't like to define things in one specific way. It really depends on how um, the audience listening feels and how this connects with them and resonates with them. So yeah, that's how I see higher consciousness at more towards your true self and your true essence. That's what we want to connect with. Mm, I love that explanation. It makes a lot of sense the way that you worded that as well, because higher consciousness, like that's all about, well, for me, that's all about connecting to your spirituality. And when I talk about connecting to your spirituality, I'm talking about like that self exploration journey you're going on, right? Like connecting with your inner self, your um, understanding, your thoughts, your, 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 your feelings more. It's the whole process of self-awareness at the end of the day. So I absolutely love that. Yes, and I feel like because sometimes when we we kind of draw that line between that higher state versus our physical reality, we kind of have that block, right? It's like, how do we get there? It's so mystical and it's too woo or too spiritual that we kind of block ourselves from from doing that whole spiritual um, exploration that we are on. Um, so, you know, seeing it as we are, the creator and and everything is already within us sources within us you know it really just removes that block for me in my personal yeah. opinion <laughs> yeah completely and I, it's really interesting because I've heard some things about this before where on one hand so you've obviously got your consciousness and on the other hand you've got your subconsciousness but if you're too stuck in one of those places that's when we start to feel anxious and stressed right like when we're too stuck in our consciousness in the physical um in the physical environment and so for me the spiritual journey is about creating that balance between the two and being able to go inwards and and um explore your inner world as well as maintaining the balance with the outer world which i thought was when i first heard that it was a really like cool concept to me because i was like wow that totally explains why so many people are so stressed about you know material things or physical things and time and like all of that it's because they're too stuck in one of these areas and created that block so that's cool that you brought that up that's like a totally random little <laughs> topic we could would probably take a whole episode to dive into on its own but I mean like while we're on this topic of balance um you mentioned that manifestation is really um a, all about the the balanced and practical approach yes that you take. so tell me more about this because I love the sound of that concept yeah definitely so when I first got into manifestation, um, like everyone else, we get exposed to the law of attraction, right? And, you know, with the law of attraction, in my early stages of manifestation, I had a lot of misconception um, in that law because the law says that light energy attracts like. So that means that if I want to attract more abundance or more love then I gotta be happy all the time or I gotta be like at a state of higher vibration all the time and some days when I just don't feel like it or some days we just have those days where we are down and we you know are frustrated with ourselves and when I am at those down that low points I often beat myself up over it and I feel guilty for feeling that because I'm like, oh no, that means that I'm at a lower vibration and I'm attracting like lower vibrational things around me and I don't want that to happen. 
But along in my journey, I, I kind of got exposed to another law called the law of duality, which, oh my goodness, it just blows my mind. It's so simple, but I don't know why we are still blinded by the I want this and I want it, like this shiny object syndrome, you know? And, and with the law of duality, it states that everything um, occurs in a continuum where there's the positive side all the way to the negative side and we see that from our emotions where we experience you know higher states of vibration like joy um, happiness and excitement all the way to the to the negative perceiving negative emotions where it's like um, maybe grief sadness frustration anger things like that we have to experience every single one of them and in our lives we must have had right um, and if we look at like even it's gonna get a really sciencey here but just bear with me um, like the atoms you know, atoms have protons, electrons, neutrons, right? And in a neutral atom, the protons, which are positively charged um, particles, are equal to the electrons, which are negatively charged particles. And when they're equal, the positive cancels the negative and it's neutral, it's stable. And so in order for us to be stable, we need to honor the fact that in our lives, we will experience every single thing from the positive to the negative and we have to all honor that balance when manifesting because I think you know I'm not sure for you but for me and I think a lot of my clients do that like experience this as well where we find it very hard to release that attachment towards our desires or the goal that we are manifesting. And the reason is because we are so attached to only the positive that we see in that desire. So for me, especially in my business, at the start, I was all about earning like the five figure, like hitting the five figure months. And I was like, oh my gosh, it would be like in my mind, I, I saw it as it would be so awesome if I hit my five figures and then like I would have the money to pay off every single thing. Life would be awesome. Life would be perfect. But I wasn't acknowledging the challenges that come with it. And that's why I had so much resistance when challenges come in my way. And I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with this because I want my 5k months or my 10k months. But in order to release that unhealthy expectation or that fantasy, I would say, is that we need to also look at um, the negative side of things. So the challenges that come along with it. And, you know, it's not to say that challenges are always a bad thing, because in my opinion, challenges are, it's like challenges in a video game. You know, when we when we want to go to the next level, we have a bunch of quests that we have to complete. Those are challenges I see, like similar to those that we experience in our like physical world. Um, these challenges are here to help us and prepare us for the next level. Yeah. Mm, I love that concept. I think it's really great how you address the fact that you're never going to be 100% high vibe right like it's an yeah. unrealistic expectation you're setting for yourself to be constantly in that place then it's important to acknowledge that yeah you're not always going to be in that one vibrational level so therefore like you don't have to be positive 100% of the time in order to manifest more positivity for you and I think that was a really great example that you provided about um the atoms 
where oh, you know, yes. you've got to have the balance. You've got to have that, you know, stability, the 50% positive, 50% negative in order to create that um equilibrium, do we call yeah, it? Equilibrium. I'm, a rusty, I'm a little rusty with my <laughs> sciences. I haven't done it in a few years. but um, I love that. I, I think that's a really great example to show that, yeah, you're going to have some highs and you're going to have some lows, but you need to have these things in order to maintain a balance. And I did hear one of my friends, is um a manifestation coach as well and she was telling me about how you know you have to accept the fact that within business and within life you're going to have some highs and once you have those highs the universe is going to balance you back out bringing you the lows and it's about embracing the different periods that you're in and working with them so i guess my question for you is first of all well how do we create that balance right how do we make sure we don't get stuck in the low place when we do go from having that peak and then drop back down and how do we bring ourselves back to that sort of balanced level so then we can then bring ourselves back up again in that period um as it arises yes perfect question awesome question i love that question because we're all about like actionable like Mm -hmm. steps that we can take right so i have two different sets of answers to this first I will want to like address your question about when we are at that low or at that um is that valley (laughs) that low point in our life right how do we bring ourselves back like how do we even see the positive or bring ourselves back into equilibrium so when we are at a low point, we have to acknowledge that we are off. We're off the equilibrium state. So what I always, always share with my clients and even like my podcast audience is that in everything that we experience, in every negative situation, you cannot have a gain without, um, sorry, you cannot have a loss without an equal gain, right? So like when you perceive that you're losing something in that low point, you it's just a shift of your perspective because the positive and the negative will always occur in that same circumstance that you are experiencing so it's all about shifting your perspective to look at okay what can i gain from this specific situation right so i think a really classic example that i always share is how covid you know seem it's like perceived as such a negative thing that's happening in our lives and yes it is it is a bummer that we have to stay indoors we can't go out and meet our friends go to the cafes and things like that but if we try to look at what we have gained from this pandemic well I have certainly gained a lot if it wasn't for this pandemic I wouldn't have been doing this thing that I'm doing right now because I would constantly still be in that in that chase of I I want to get a corporate job or to to climb up the corporate ladder things like that I wouldn't have time to actually stop to reflect and ask myself like what exactly do I want to do so COVID and the pandemic gave me the time to reflect and explore myself so that was a big win for me and I'm not sure like for you do you have any big wins um from the pandemic (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me personally, when the pandemic first hit, I was still at my nine to five job and we were considered essential workers being a part of the construction industry. That's an industry here in Australia that was continuing to roll out. So in that sense, like that wasn't what pushed me to make my massive like shift within my business and career and all of that. But what I found was being in the pandemic really 
um, allowed me to take more time to focus on my self growth. You know, it, it freed up some time in different aspects, such as like not having to travel to uni at that time um, and to be able to stay at home and do different things from here. It did. It opened my eyes to the fact that, you know, I could be grateful that um, I got to spend a lot of time with my family. I could be yeah. grateful that I could continue to learn online and I could also have extra time to focus on myself. But I think the biggest thing for me, like being here in Australia, it made me so much more grateful for where I live because we have honestly, the way that we've moved through the pandemic here, we have had it so much better than other countries around the world, which is something that um, I think, you know, people would take for granted prior mm -hmm. to now, right? Realizing the opportunities that we have here, the access to different healthcare we have here and so on. So that was a massive thing for me as well as being grateful for that. Yes. And the, the word that I want to point out here that you've used is grateful, being grateful for wherever you are in whatever that you're experiencing right now, that is the key state or the key, like one of the main keys to manifesting your desires. You want to be grateful in every single situation that you're being placed in, whether it's the highs or the lows. And especially in the lows, um, because our mind just is conditioned to, to look at things in like to find fault in certain situations, right? So it's, it's your job. Like we can't change whatever that we are going through but we can change our perspective and that's when you want to switch your mindset and shift your perspective towards what have I gained in this loss and and how can I be grateful for this situation that I'm placed in so that's the key yeah I absolutely love that because I think that shifting perspective is the most powerful thing that you could possibly do right like I mean as you said you cannot have loss without equal gain so yes. you see, when you said that, what really came up for me was um, I find that my sort of up and down that I go through is I uh, get really, really, really in flow of business, work really, really, really hard, but then I also crash, right? Because I, I had such a high, then I have to come down. And when I get down to that lower point, I'm like, okay, rather than looking at this as, um, oh, I'm taking a step backwards or I'm falling behind with momentum, I look at it as, well, this is my opportunity for rest and reflection mm -hmm. to reflect on, okay, well, why am I down here now? Right? Like what wasn't I doing for myself before? Wasn't I giving myself enough rest or, or some enough time to sit back? And that actually makes me think of a question that I want to ask you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so say, for example, this is something that I noticed with a lot of people who are within the online business world and just the entrepreneurial world in general is we do tend to have really big highs and then come down and have really uh, quite big lows as well, right? Like that that balance situation yeah, yeah. going on. So in my eyes, my ultimate goal would be to, um, in a way, reduce the level of high that I reach so that the the drop is balance in a shorter amount of time. So more, um, I don't know how to explain it. I'm doing all these yeah, hands so you can I get see it. it. I'm proud <laughs> It's, it's, you want to say you want to reduce the, the curve. Um, yeah, the curve, the curve, right? Yeah. yeah you, it's like the equilibrium is a straight line. <laughs> Our hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> the equilibrium is a straight line and you're like at a very high point and then you have to go really low in order to balance that out. So how can you not like, okay. So I think the question is how do you, um, when you're at a state of high, how do you, um, also control that 
right? Mm, yeah, is that, is that what you're trying to ask? Okay, so yeah. um, I think for me personally, oh, I just said something. <laughs> I think for me personally, um, especially in my entrepreneurship journey, it's about, so when I am trying, like when I'm in a state of high, like when I'm like clients are coming to me and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, like everything is happening so well and abundance is coming to me. I always ask myself like, okay, how can I improve then? You know, what are the challenges that are going to come in future? Because I have to acknowledge that challenges will come, right? And how can I prepare myself for that? So yes, you want to milk that vibration in that state of high, but you also want to come back to, okay, um, what have I done maybe this month that I can improve on? So it's that reflection of, of trying to improve yourself, a continuous improvement, more than always like being in a state of high, like when you are thinking of, okay, how can I improve in this situation? What, what could I have done better? Maybe on a sales call or um, maybe on my day-to-day activities, what could I have done better? Then that's when you are kind of reducing that, that, high point I don't know if I'm explaining this correct like yeah but does that make sense no completely completely doing that reflection um so when you are you know in those really really high moments where you are getting all that momentum and all that growth you're sort of grounding yourself a bit right grounding carried away with it you're like okay cool this is where I am now but this is also where I could be improving these are some possible challenges I can face it's sort of like preparing yourself for the things that might come up Yes, yes. And also another point about like balancing, especially when you are trying to manifest something. Um, Like I said previously, we often find it very hard to release, right? The attachment, the emotional attachment that we have in our manifestation. And and that is one of the key blocks as well when we're trying to receive it. Um, And how you want to balance that out is similar to the concept that I was saying before when you want to balance your highs and your lows it's that you know you want a little exercise you can do for yourself and I do often is that you want to state out your your manifestation or the goal or the desire that you want to manifest on top of a piece of paper right so state that out whether it's having a client or whether it's finding your soulmate state that out and then you want to split the paper into half And then on the left side, you put a plus sign. And then on the right side, you put a negative sign. And first, you want to list out every single thing that you think is going to be great when you manifest this desire, right? So that's going to come easy for you because you want it, which is why like you want it because it's going to bring you all these positive things. So that's going to be easy, but we often always neglect or or try to push away the challenges or the negative part that comes along with with that manifestation right so you also want to think about in that negative side you want to write down you know maybe what is not so good about manifesting this desire right and list all of that down and then when you finish everything come out of like see it from a big picture and be like oh like actually I um with this good perceived great thing that's going to happen it comes with the challenges as well and that is when we kind of release that that grip that we have that this must happen right now because we also see the challenges and we're like oh well like maybe 
these challenges are something that I might not want to, like I'm not ready to overcome, which is why a manifestation is not coming. And that's when you go and work on those stuff. And that has really helped me, especially in my business where like, at the start, like, especially in the beginning where clients are not coming and I'm like, I need a client right now, you know, that kind of needy and desperate energy. When I did this exercise, I realized that, hey, getting a client actually isn't that all like rainbows and unicorns because that means that I have more responsibility. That means that I have to manage my finances better than, than how I'm managing it now. That means that I have to like look at my finances, which is something that I tend to run away from because I hate doing that, you know? So those negative things kind of like balance out that I need a client right now. And when we are in that state of balance and be like, okay, whatever challenges that's going to come to me, I receive them with open arms and I am grateful that this is just challenge is preparing me for the client that's going to come or whatever Thing that you want to manifest and that's when like it kind of opens that doorway for you yeah mm, I love this I think this is a really awesome perspective to have on manifestation because it's very different to um a lot of the sort of insights that we've heard from other coaches and previous episodes on this podcast as well mm-hmm. like I've had many manifestation coaches come in here so I love that we're focusing on creating that balance between the positive and the negatives because you're right it is so important and it does bring you back to the present um and just being like okay great like I am able to release the pressure surrounding manifesting this which is something that I've always struggled with right like is I am so clear on what it is that I want to manifest but I've always been confused about how to do that release so this is really really helpful I guess my question for you is if we are creating that balance right like say we have a goal of attracting X amount of new clients or, or attracting X amount of money. And then we're looking at the positives. We're looking at the negatives. How do we not become fixated on the negatives and the fears that might come mm. up surrounding the negatives? Because I think that would be the next thing to have to work through, right? Once we've become clear on what the negatives are. Yeah, I love this question because... When you said that, before you even said that question, I was like, I feel like this question is coming regarding the fear of like, what if I, I like, I'm scared that this thing is going to happen. So I am going to like, that's a block from, you know, me actually receiving the desires of the manifestation. So um, your question is, how do we, is it, how do we not focus so much or how do we navigate the fear? Exactly. How do we navigate the fear? Because fear is always going to be present, right? It's just about having the courage to rise above it. But yeah, how do we navigate it so that fear doesn't then create a block on the manifestation process? Yeah. So this one actually needs a lot of um, like self-reflection and awareness. And and that is a constant practice. It's an everyday practice that even I have my own blind spots as well. And I practice that. And the first thing that I just want to say is that um, fear is not or challenge is not something that brings you down right because challenge is like I said before something that is there to prepare you for the next level and in order to to be at that next level or to go to that next level we need challenge like challenge is the way through and fear is also the way through to break through from whatever that you have been conditioned to believe 
So I think the first thing to navigate the fear is to first ask, like it's a lot of, it takes a lot of introspection. Like, why am I scared of this thing? You know, it's always about questioning yourself because sometimes it's all up in the head and it doesn't make any sense. And when you actually bring yourself back into your body and be like, hey, actually, why am I scared of this particular challenge, right? Why am I scared of that? And then keep asking yourself, where does this come from or or who is triggering this or what does where does this belief come from and then you drop into like you can identify your limiting beliefs and drop into the state of like knowing what you need to um, work through so the first step is always that awareness which is hard because sometimes um, we don't even see that for ourselves right so it's all about it's always about questioning so I just want to share like my own personal experience because like I think examples makes more sense (laughs) so in my business the first thing um, the first fear or the biggest fear that I have when manifesting a client is the money that comes along with it like I, I saw that I remember writing a negative down which is that I need to look into my finances and that has been something that I ran away for I've ran away for the longest time in my life and when I actually had to ask myself like why am I even scared of this money coming in isn't this a good thing then I when I journaled it out I was able to like pinpoint that the fear actually came from the fear of this money like losing this money in future right so I I had to ask, like, why am I even scared of losing this money? Like, who said that this money would run away from me or, like, like leak out of my bank account? And then it traces back to, oh, because I've been brought up in um, the society or the conditioning that I won't have enough money or money, like, I will always hit this um, glass ceiling and I never, I'll never break through it because rich people and us, we are in a different, like we are in a different, um, world that has been my conditioning all the time. And I had to like, when I was journaling and letting all my guards down, I realized that that was something that was blocking me. And so instead of running away from that and fearing that when you actually find out the root cause of that, it then becomes like, it's natural that we ask like, now, how do I overcome this? You know, so it's it's your way through um, navigating the uh, the fear is to really just um, remove all your judgment and then just keep asking yourself why, where does this come from? Like in a very logical state of mind. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And you mentioned as well that um, challenge is something that prepares you for the next level. And when you said this, that really um, resonated with me because like I truly believe that the challenges that we face, like the the struggles that we go through and the journeys that we're on, they're tests for us, right? They're tests to see if you are ready for more, right? Like if you're wanting to, um, that you are serious about what it is you're asking for as well. Because I think, you know, for anyone who's not, you know, interested in the universe and all of that, which I know all of my listeners are like really into this in their own ways. So we don't sound crazy saying it, but it's (laughs) helping you. Right. Like if you're saying I want to be, you know, having 10K months, so I want to have X amount of clients and there's going to be challenges thrown at you at you to see if you are serious about it, if you are going to work through those challenges and um, and be able to accept these these rewards when they do come in. So I thought that was really cool how you mentioned that as well. 
Oh yes, and another phrase that that came to me, like I heard this, I think in a podcast or in an Instagram post, where it says, "The universe will never give you what you're not ready for." Yes. Yes, and it's so true. Like, like you have to be ready to receive, and the universe wants to give everything to you, but whether, like, whether you receive it or not, depends on whether you're ready or not. And yeah. those are what, like, the challenges are tests for you. Like you said, it's there to prepare you. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. Becoming clear on what the fears are that are holding you back, these challenges that are holding you back, and then having the courage to do the work to move through them. Because once you move through them. You're going to find yourself in a new place, in a higher place, at a higher level to be able to show up and serve other people as well. So they're there for a reason. They're there to help you in your growth journey. Yeah. So what I want to ask you now, because we've been talking so much about like, you know, how manifestation works and and creating this balance when you are going through that manifestation process. What I want to hear now is what is your manifestation process? Like what is the step-by-step things that you do um, when you are trying to manifest something, just so we can give that clarity to our listeners today. Ooh, I love this question. It's so juicy. <laughs> Sneak peek into my everyday morning routine. <laughs> um, I would say that it really depends about when there is some, like my non-negotiable would be meditation every single morning. And um, meditation would depends on like what I do in my meditation would depends on what I am going through so let's say like your question specifically is towards when I am trying to manifest something right so when I'm trying to manifest something in my meditation I usually do a visualization practice and the reason why I do visualization is because um, often our current physical reality won't show that we are like it wouldn't show that we have already manifested the desires that we want right so during that meditation and visualization practice is when I take myself into the future and feel into that state of vibration that everything is is like it has happened it's yesterday that it says it has happened and just imagine every single specific detail of it so much so down to the time the location and the space like what is it around me and how did this thing come to me how did I manifest this desire and what are my reactions what do I do as a follow-up action so much specific things like so much so that I feel into that emotion and then I just keep replaying that in my head every single day so that's one key thing that I I love doing and it's fun because it's like it's like you're in another part of the world and everything is happening for you and you you get into that um, emotional state of gratitude of love and and of course I would say that that isn't the only thing that's going to help you manifest because after that visualization practice is just to get you into that state of emotion and certainty right but when you are out of your meditation and visualization practice, that's when you need to go and take the action. And and for me, it's not um, any kind of action. It's more of the inspired and aligned action. Because I feel like in our society, sometimes we can do, like we're so conditioned to to just keep going and to just keep hustling. And, And the more we do, the better. But actually it's the opposite. We have to take the we have to take that action from an aligned and inspired 
um, place, that is when it's like a laser focus that you give towards your, like moving the needle to receive or to manifest your desires. So aligned and inspired action, I would always, like before I do anything, I would ask myself, like, do I feel inspired to do this? Like, is my heart telling me that I should do this? Or is it my mind trying to like force things into place? So that's always a question I, I ask beforehand. Yeah. That's a really great explanation of that because I was actually just going to ask you to break that down further for our listeners. But yeah, inspired and aligned action is sort of stepping out of that sort of logical mind and yes. stepping out of your creative mind and being like, is this something I'm being called to do? Or is this something that I've been told I should do because everyone else sort yeah. of does it, which is a big thing in that. And yeah, always making that, making sure that your action is aligned with the goal you want to achieve because that's when we can become more productive and less busy and actually create more time for ourselves, like time for rest and um, everything as such when the the things that we are taking action on are directly connected to the result we want rather than spending time on things that aren't necessarily going to be contributing to the, the greater outcome that we want. So I think that's really cool how you, you know, you go through that process of um, visualizing the thought and stepping into the emotions then taking the action to bring it into your reality. And so what I sort of want to ask then is like my understanding of manifestation is, yeah, we're really trying to step into the energy of already having the thing that we're trying to attack because once we are embodying it as though we already have it, then that's when we're able to create, uh, connect with that sort of wavelength to bring that in to our present reality. And of course I hear that meditation is an awesome way of doing this. But is it the only way of doing it? Or are there other ways that you can actually go about, um, you know, stepping into this energy and, and, and bringing these things into your life? Because I guess at the end of the day, if, if the core purpose of the meditation is to do that sort of like... Um, Bridging. Yeah, exactly. Is there any other ways that we can go about this that isn't necessarily meditation specific? Yes, of course. Um, and I think specifically, I have had this question because a lot of my audience and you know, my listeners, they, they DM me and they're like, oh my goodness, Jimmy, I can't meditate because I always fall asleep. <laughs> and like meditation is not my thing. And my answer to this is that meditation works very differently and, and it's going to be very different on individuals. And I think the idea or the image that we have around me uh, meditation is you're sitting down closing your eyes and you're just like zen right but in my opinion meditation is basically like what you said it's about the goal the end goal is to bring yourself to that higher state of um, consciousness or that emotional vibration that you want to be in and so if yoga does that for you then do yoga, right? If movement does that for you or working out does that for you, then do that for yourself. So I can really envision myself like taking long walks in nature. And then while I'm like soaking in all the goodness from nature, I visualize in my head as well. You don't have to be closing your eyes to visualize because you can be like just taking a long walk in nature or just by the beach watching the waves crash, right? And that's, that's what, actually brings you into that state if that's what works for you then go and do that it doesn't have to be like sitting down and closing your eyes mm, I love that something that I've been doing is um so I'm trying to practice meditation more myself I must admit I'm no pro at it at the moment I'm quite inconsistent but I'm working on it but one of the things that I really do to 
um, practice stepping into my future self is getting my nails done. So oh my goodness, it I'm looks like, so pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah, for all of our listeners, they can't see it right now, but um, <laughs> you know, they've seen it on my Instagram. But basically, what I do is every month I treat myself and I go get my nails done, and that's my way of being like, you know what, Emily and her highest self in in that next level of her, she treats herself. She treats herself to this self care, to this sort of um, you know, it's 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 like something to just be like, yes, I I am in abundance. I can afford this. I can do this for myself. And and escaping that sort of scarcity mindset, right? So that's something simple that I do. And I mean, even if it's a matter of changing the way that you dress, right? Like dressing as though you are already um that seven figure, you know, business. Yes. Maybe not necessarily spending as much on clothing, but. <laughs> things that make you feel good and feel powerful that's one way that I really enjoy practicing manifestation is is stepping into that physically you know like yes going up as in in ways that I would like to um in my future self so is that something you find you do as well yes yes it's something oh my good that is actually something so good because I kind of like when I was talking about taking aligned and inspired action I was coming from a place of like um moving the needle towards you know manifesting the desire but then when you brought up the fact of stepping into that next level her that is another action another aligned and inspired action that that you take as well in your own manifestation journey and um for me it's it's more of like um asking myself what like what is the lifestyle of of jamie 2.0 you know what is the lifestyle and how does she act how does she speak where does she go where does she shop and then taking that action to be like her and not necessarily like spending thousands and thousands of dollars on clothes but it's more of like um treating myself to let's say like um in, like I love going to the cafes and I envision my next level like next level Jamie to be working at a cafe and so every single week I make myself go to the cafe <laughs> I like of course, inspired and aligned actions where I'm like, okay, I feel like going to this cafe today and then let's go and order a drink. Like what drink do I feel? Um, do I feel like I want to drink today? It's not about like leading with the mind where it's like, oh my goodness, this drink is too expensive. I can't have this because that's the scarcity mentality, right? That scarcity mindset. And that's yeah. when you attract more of that. It's more of if I want this drink and I know I can afford it, then go for it. Like, like don't let yourself second like second the second thoughts that actually like put you back yeah this is exactly what I've been doing as well and I talk about my little brother all the time because he's um on his he's he's 16 and he's really just diving into self-growth and everything now because I'm helping him with all of this and one of his goals is he he wants to be an NBL player um playing basketball professionally as his career and I tell him okay well why wait until you're at that point yeah showing up as though you are like if you want to be an nbl player then you need to start training like an nbl player right you need to start waking up at 5 a.m going to the courts before school you got to start walking around as though you are already there start wearing the jersey of the team that you want to play for like embody it right now and that's going to bring it so much easier into your reality and he absolutely loves us so he'll have to listen to the episode but um that's the fun part Mm-hmm, exactly but we do have to start wrapping up this podcast yes. <laughs> so much longer than usual because this has been such an amazing conversation but 
one final thing I want to quickly ask you is, given this is the Empower With Them podcast, you know, what is one final piece of empowering advice you'd love to leave our listeners with today? Ooh, I have been getting this message a lot from myself and for the collective, which is to step into your power. Mm. Like we, we all have our own gifts and we all have this innate light that we are meant to shine. And sometimes we are scared of shining this light because we are scared to overpower someone, right? Especially our loved ones. Like we want to dim our lights so that we, like, we don't want to hurt them. But just a new perspective for you is that when you step into your your true and most authentic self and when you shine that light unapologetically, that's when you actually inspire someone else to turn on their lights as well, right? And and it's like, you know, the energy thing that we always talk about, it's like a collective, a collective energy. When one person rises, we kind of raise the vibration of the entire collective and that's what will help others, you know, get on the path of their own awakening journey and um, find their calling, find their purpose, whatever it is. And that is just so powerful to step into your own light and be unapologetic about it. I love that. And Jamie, tell us, where can our listeners come and find you after this episode so they can continue to learn from you and follow your journey? Of course. So I am most active on Instagram. Um, so it's at the dot white walls. Um, and I have like, I post every single week and I go on my stories every single week. And I like, my intention is really just to give value, to inspire, empower, and to really just shift perspectives. So I give lots of free value on my Instagram, as well as my podcast, the white walls podcast, where I have weekly episodes, um, uploaded every single Friday. Um, and yeah, that's basically where you can find me. I actually do want to like share a manifestation equation masterclass. It's a free masterclass that I have pre-recorded in the past. Um, it's actually in the link in my bio, or I can just send you the link to put in the show notes as well. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is I'll pop um, links to your Instagram, your Facebook, your website, your podcast, and this free masterclass all in the show notes so everyone can find it. But Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has honestly been such a uh, very, very insightful conversation we've had. I've learned so much and I absolutely love the perspective that you've brought here about, you know, honoring that balance within manifestation. So thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. And I just love the energy we have. <laughs> so that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.